Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here with my best Witcher companion in the entire world, Toasty of, I'm not going to even pronounce it this time. Toasty, welcome back to the show, buddy. How you doing? All right. I mean, I think I think that was a slightly better than usual. All right. And I think I know why it's because of the news that we got. Should we talk about the news right at the beginning? Or are we going to wait till the end and no, tease we'll everybody? Till the okay, we're, we're going to wait till the end. To tease Because everybody. we've teased them with the information of the fact that we're going to talk about the news. And now they have to listen to the whole thing if they want to hear it. Because we don't timestamp this. You don't know when we're going to talk about it. You don't know. It's going to happen. Right? So you just have to listen to the whole episode. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen later. Know. Chances are you've probably already heard the news by the time this comes out. But if you have not heard the news, and we're talking the news, and if you know, you know, then definitely hang out till the end. But uh, welcome back, everybody. We're talking this episode about monsters again. This is a monster episode. And I'm excited because it's been a while. I mean, last week was kind of a monster episode, but this week is a monster episode. We're going back to back to the good old days before season two swooped in and interrupted us with a bunch of TV show episodes. We're talking monsters yeah, again. How dare season two I know, swoop in right? and be so damn good that we had to talk about it. Heck, season two. Why you, gotta, why you gotta throw a TV show in the works? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Actually, season one and season two, we had we recapped the entire thing, and then now we're back. But um, so Testy, what are we talking about? Talk about fiends and shorts. Fiends and shorts. And wait, shorts. Fiends in jorts. Shorts. Your friends shouldn't wear jorts. That's what we're talking That's about. That's true. That is also true. I bet you wear jorts, don't you? I um, don't even know what a jort is. It's just jean shorts. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, I, feel like I was you, wearing you I was do. wearing jorts today, but they were the cool kind of jorts, the kind that you would wear if you were like in a uh, uh, like a northern European metal band. That that's very specific, <laughs> and I have no window of reference for that. All right, all. moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, hey, yeah, uh, fiends and chorts c-h-o-r-t-s chorts yep. chorts chorts all right so uh okay okay so first i have to ask what is it what is a chort for anybody who doesn't know what's a chort well uh i linked the picture here if you want to show for people who are on the live feed um we got chorts uh they are large approximately house sized or barn sized uh monsters of the relic variety that i i said i would say they resemble kind of like goat like humanoids mm-hmm. very goatish they got like ram horns kind yeah, of yeah yeah here's one you look at this big old boy oh, he's, he's like right in front of my face on the screen if you're watching live or watching the uh video version on our youtube which is a uh, witcher lorecast on youtube Look at that. Yeah, he's kind of like a big goat with an eye in the middle of his forehead. Yeah. Freaky. Freaky stuff. Um Jorts. Almost said Jorts, dear God. Can we just call him can we just call him Jorts from like, No, can, we can't. Maybe this one's <laughs> name is Jort, the Chort. No. Uh 
Chorts are incredibly fast and strong, rivaled only by fiends among relics. They use their arms to pummel claw and smash their prey, as well as charge their victims head first with barely controlled speed. Okay, so so you mentioned relics. Relics, yes. And, and these aren't relics. These are relics. Like C-T-S? Relics. Relics. <laughs> so what, okay, so do we need to back up and explain what a relict is? Do, do, do we need to? Do, do we, we need, need to? to? Like, what is a, like, I know that this comes from the video games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, these are classifications of types of monsters. And. Yes, yeah, so. so. What was that? <laughs> do you have, oh, that, that was my echo. I don't know why I did that. So, okay. Like, what the heck was that? <laughs> <laughs> threw me off. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So it it is. It's kind of a. It's like a classification. Mm-hmm. Um, relics are typically like these, kind of like more. Ah, it's hard to do. Like they're like longer lived kind of beings, like. Hmm. I'm trying to think how to describe them exactly right so uh, when we're looking at like chorts and fiends they're very animal like they're not we're not talking like ghost like beings we're not talking vampires we're not talking things that were cursed we're not talking um uh humans that were turned into something else right these are these are creatures uh, these are not undead these are creatures that were they're just i mean they're almost like animals that just look weird <laughs> i mean when you're looking at when you're looking at the pictures when we're looking at a chort here i'm gonna put them back up on the screen like it, it is very very animalistic it looks like a much stronger more powerful goat with kind of big teeth and a very muscly frame but it looks very aggressive. It almost mm-hmm. looks like a um, like a mutated beast. And the same kind of thing for a fiend. Like if you look at the, at the fiend here, and I'll pull this up on the screen too, because we're going to talk about the fiend. They're, they're very also. they're very similar. It's just mm-hmm. the fiend has a more like deer like appearance, right? As opposed to the goat, like it has deer antlers, as opposed to a goat. A goat's like horns, right? But they, it also has that eye in the center of its head. Um, it's missing fur on certain parts of its body, but like it has kind of a mane, and then it has fur on its like elbows, and then on its lower part of its uh, abdomen, kind of covering where its privates mm-hmm. would be. Um, but th- they both have this kind of animalistic appearance with very uh, like strong musculature, claws, teeth, horns those kinds of things but they you know yeah. but they, they definitely are very different from some of the monsters that we've talked about so specifically the 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 term relics which it does actually relate to relic um but like an old thing is that relics are a type of monster that were in abundance a, like a long time ago but are very like rare to see which you know makes sense the witcher three you don't come across a lot of these things like you fight a very like few of them as opposed to like i mean you fight like a million ghouls in the witcher 3 right Mm -hmm. or like a large amount of these other ones that are really around but you have to like go searching for specifically like fiends and shorts um i think lessons are included in that uh godlings i mean you meet like two in the whole game i'm fairly certain 
like things like that. They're very like a rare species from like a time long ago, kind of. Yeah. Like do you think relic, that's because they've been kind of being. hunted, oh, like to extinction? It's pro- also probably possible that it's um, they're not really like like we talked about the lesson before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It can't like reproduce. Yeah. Like we we that was part of the discussions that they couldn't. They even showed that in like. They kind of mentioned that in like the Witcher season two, where they can't like really reproduce themselves. So like once they're dead, it's just one less than there was before. Right. So it could be the same like similar situation amongst like fiends and shorts where they don't, you know, they can't like reproduce as easily or at all. Right. So limited reproduction, uh, kind of being hunted to death after generations of witchers and humankind kind of you know uh moving into their the 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 places in the world that they've kind of lived kind of moving them out of their own like as we talk more about these like we realize that they're like incredibly strong powerful like if they show up they're a problem so like you kind of have to take care of them or else they're like a big problem like a few ghouls come in and rob some graves it's like whatever you know but like <laughs> right. these things come in and they're the size of houses so with like horns they're just gonna wreck everything they right. could run through an entire right. village yeah so the village know, so. puts their money together they get a witcher they deal with it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um so uh i mentioned yeah that uh basically they uh in, if you are you end up uh, in a situation where you have to fight a short mm-hmm. um first of all good luck uh second <laughs> of all, uh you you need to use their size and speed against them bait them into charging you and then you know get out of the way let them run into whatever they're doing because they they don't control their speed very well they're gonna ram head first into something maybe like a cave or a big mountain or something uh discombobulate themselves um Mm -hmm. and then just go at them stab them in the flank so you're Um, saying they're like big dumb bulls (laughs) yeah you kind of mean essentially you kind of like a bullfight them yes it's that the once you whip that red tapestry out of the way and it runs into the wall <laughs> then you start hacking at it with your sword okay right, um right and then you can also use uh devil's puffball to poison it and even uh set that that poison on fire and burn it so to to a little bit of like chipping damage on it so that you don't uh you don't you can let yourself kind of stay out of the way for a bit and let it kind of slowly take care of itself. Yeah, man. Why, why not let the fire do the work for you? Exactly. Um, so uh, next, because there's not a whole lot, really. Um, we got fiends, very similar mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, um, but they are larger, angrier, and more ferocious than uh, chorts are. Um, and the key deadly difference for the fiend is their third eye which is funny because the chort also but the fiend is the one that actually makes use of it um you can it can lure victims into a state of hypnosis where all they see is the third eye glowing in the darkness uh if you're inexperienced you're probably gonna die but of course witchers know that 
if you track the eye's movement, that'll let you know when the proper time for uh, evading them is because. Oh, because that's that's, that's the, where they are. The eye is yeah, still I mean, connected. It's not an illusion. It's center of that's their actually, forehead. Yeah, right. That's actually where they are. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can uh, interrupt the, the hypnosis effect by signs not swords uh you can use a samum bomb to permanently disable the th- the fiend's third eye uh so that you can't get hip- hypnotized i almost said hypnosis well you don't want oh, either dear. of those things i guess i don't want either of those <laughs> um uh it also has a limited range that you can either avoid by like getting out of range or ducking to the side because the eye actually has to see you in order to hypnotize you mm-hmm. so if you're out of its line of sight it cannot uh, hypnotize you. Um, and then uh, setting a burn or using devil's puffball for poison helps similar to the choice. Um, and you can also drink an enhanced or superior cat to grant full immunity to the eye effect and oh. render it useless. Nice. So this is um, definitely something that if you're out on the path, you're a witcher, you're hunting this thing down, you're going to know, like bring your, bring your potions, make sure you got your Igni and your bombs like that's the stuff you're you're readying for this fight be, be prepped like for be every prepped. good monster fight right prepare yourself right but these are the things that you you would know like bring mm-hmm. your bring your cat uh potion you know bring your bombs make sure you got some fire on you and you know and if and if that stuff fails follow the eye <laughs> and gouge right. it out if you get a chance yeah follow the eye and ideally stay out of the way of it yeah. um yeah but also don't think just because you get out of range that it's uh it's it's rendered useless it will charge you just <laughs> like the short uh-huh. um and at closer range it will uh use sweeping claw and horn attacks so be careful it also has immunity to art so mm. don't use art use igni set it on fire um but uh like the short it's also uh, can't really defend its flank, so stab at it in the butt. In the butt. That's in the key. That's stab my go-to. These things in the butt. That's my go-to. Um, I think everything's weak point is its butt. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. You don't really yeah. do. I mean, unless it has a like a tail. Well, I feel like stab it in the tail and or cut the tail off and then stab it in the butt. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, both the fiend and short are vulnerable to relic oil and devil's puffball. Well, there you go. Uh, Devil's Puffball, like you said before, and Relic Doyle, because mm-hmm. that's the type of monster it is. There you go. That's why they make the Relic Oil. Relic. Yeah. It's relict. hard to say. Yeah. You don't really put an emphasis on the T there. Relic. Relic. Yeah. Relict. There's not a whole lot of words in English that have a C and a T next to each other. I can't think Actually, of no. <laughs> many. Can you think of many words that with a C and a T? If you chat, if you can think of words with C and T next to each other like that, let us know. Actually, cataract. I don't cataract. Those yeah. are two. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a whole bunch of them all of a sudden. They were just Although I do flood. say cataract, to be fair. Right. I would say yeah. cataract. Yeah. Derelict. Yeah. Derelict. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Well, so now that we turn this into grammar, the podcast, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> that is fair. defunct. There you go. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. Okay. All right. All right. All right. There we go. Um, cool. Cool. All right. We'll tell you what. Why don't we take a quick break? Because we've got some real world folklore and then we've got the news. 
to discuss. So we'll be right back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. This will be a real quick middle of the show break because we don't have any new reviews to read out and we don't actually have any new patrons, but we do have some patrons to thank for being here. All 14 of our patrons, including Ben of Tamaria and Bane the Hospitaller. I don't know if I said that right this week either, but thank you to both of them. We're going to get corrected next week. Let's be honest. They'll they'll correct us. Um, They're going to yell at us. (laughs) But they are our higher vampires, our tier five patrons. So big thank you to both of them for supporting the show. And big reminder, next week, next Monday night, we record these on Monday nights on the Robots Radio channels. So you can join us on Twitch or on YouTube or on Facebook. And that's where everybody's hanging out right now who are in our live chat. Thanks for being here, everybody. Um, But to... uh, I almost said tomorrow next week next Monday this coming Monday on the 28th will be our patron chat and I have a feeling we'll be discussing our big news unless they want to discuss something else but I think that might be our topic so if you are a tier four or higher patron and you'd like to join us or if you haven't signed up yet and you'd like to join us this coming week to discuss the big news then feel free to join us uh, or sign up on you can head over to patreon.com slash witcher lorecast in order to do so you can also sign up and get ad free episodes you can get t-shirts you can get stickers there's all sorts of all awesome stuff all sorts of things and um we would love your support because this is something that toasty and i do as just kind of a part of you know a thing that we love but it also helps pay the bills because this is my full-time job it's part of my full-time job i do a number of shows and toasty does this as a side thing along with his his job so uh we really do appreciate it so um no extra reviews or anything to read out but if you do take the time to leave us a rating and a review on apple podcasts we will read it out on a future episode of the show and you can also leave us a rating on spotify if that's where you listen both of those are very very helpful and help people know if this is a show worth listening to and uh telling your friends if you know people who are into the witcher then let them know hey this is an awesome podcast and they could you know, give it a shot. All right. That's all we got for this middle of the show break. We'll be back in just a second with the rest of the episode. Here we go. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right. Yeah. Hospitaler. His hospitaler. Hospit. Hospital. Hospit. Hmm. Yeah, I said it once and then I, I never again. Uh, hey, we're back. I just make him doubt himself. That's that's really what I'm doing. Uh, thanks. That's, that's my goal. Thanks. So uh, so let's talk real world Ch- shorts. What's the um, shorts? Jorts. Real world jorts. What's the what's the source of jorts? Um, jeans that you cut. Mm. I think that's like the idea. Mm-hmm. It's usually. Yeah. My grandpa's a big fan of jorts. Grandpa sounds, seems like a nice guy. I think he's. He is. He is a nice guy, actually. Yeah. Maybe I should hang out with your grandpa. If you want to. Cool. All right. So let's talk about. Um, mythology that was, that was a really <laughs> awkward tangent <laughs> Just, man i love yeah. i love awkward pauses all right uh so mythology 
as as do so many of the wonderful things in the Witcher universe, there's some sort of mythological core to it. What do we mm-hmm. got here? What do we got here? Uh, so what we got here, we got uh, in Slavic mythology, the chort is said to be a demon of complete evil, horns, hooves, a thin tail, and a pig. And a pig. The pig. So pig-like. Um, but Ooh. it does it does have horns and hooves, which I, you know, do. I can't remember. Let me see this picture. I think the fiend has big old claws. Does the yeah? They've they've all got claws. Like uh, these they got claws. These images are much more. Um, what are the back feet? Are those back feet are hooves, aren't they? Are they? Here, let me pull the let me pull the short up again. Yeah, they might be hooves here. Bit hoof like. Kind of hoof. Kind of hoofing. It's hoofing there. Yeah, the back ones might be hooves. I think the fiend looks very claw like all around. Yeah. No, well, no, I think it actually might have hooves. It's hard to tell. It is hard this, to tell. With these pictures. Yeah, this one is um, much more goat and much less pig. Yeah. Um, but uh, he is said to be the offspring of the Slavic goddess Mara and the god Chernobog. 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 Mm-hmm. We we discussed that. Um, so yeah. this is the child of it. Um, uh, in folklore, his bot- bodily look is equal to that of the Greek god Pan, um, which I believe Pan is the like a satyr or something. Yeah, well, yeah, or he's got has he's, a very satyr like appearance. Yeah, he's which, got like the half, like the goat half on the second yeah. half of his body, like the lower half. Mm-hmm. And in Christian folklore, he is said to be the minion of Satan. Hmm. Obviously, a lot of uh, dark depictions here uh, for shorts, which, uh, you know, kind of makes sense, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me do the song. Um, so uh, there's a lot of different, uh, I guess, takes on the word i guess because uh it, it says it's a proto-slavic word um and it's got a bunch of examples of the the curb but i think that's like we we've said on the show we don't we don't know these languages they're real bad um <laughs> but uh there's basically all these different takes on it kind of gives a hypothesis of it being a god of destiny rather than the perceived bringer of death uh and epitome of all evil within the christian tradition right it's like satan that whole thing yeah Yeah. so it's it's there's a there's a lot of takes on it um a lot of these myths are so old that there's speculation as to what the actual derivation of the like the modern version comes from Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, you have something with horns on its head, right? So, like, is it a reference to a Greek thing with horns on its head or a Christian thing with horns on its head, right? Or, like, the word chort has C-H-O-R in it. Does that come from a derivative of Kurt or does that come from a derivative of core or does that, you know, like in, does it come from a language from the Czech region or does it come from a a language from the Turkish region? You know, like these are all things that nobody really is sure about. And so these kinds of articles give you a bunch of like, well, 
here's one theory, but here's another theory. And so you you get a lot of variations on these things. And a lot of these things could be possible, but nobody really knows. The one I really wanted to touch on here that I I found was the specifically in the Polish region, which obviously we know Mm -hmm. all of this based on like, you know, the Polish interpretation of, of mythology here. So the, uh, BSC, BC, BC? Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Right, um, are a personification of all the unknown evil forces within nature, specifically, uh, which kind of makes sense. I mean, we find these things out in the wild, essentially. Um, they are considered among the most vicious and the oldest demons within the central and eastern region of Europe, uh, and. In over the years in the process of Christianization, it has become interchangeable with the word devil. Mm-hmm. And, and so, again, we're getting all this like devil theming around it. Right. Uh, the Christianization so, uh, of this stuff. Yeah. So this thing is like an ancient evil spirit that's gone devil in modern times because of it right um, i like i like toasty i like that how like these creatures going back to this idea of them being relics in the uh in the continent like old monsters that are very rare now and tying that back to this idea of this polish concept of these uh beasts that b-i-e-s-y or b-i-e-s these old evil forces in nature that like maybe there's something there maybe maybe this idea of these types of beasts these types of creatures are like the old demons in polish folklore like maybe there's some sort of connection with that yeah it's they're definitely terrifying in game i'll say that much um more on it because uh when you you look it up uh the BSC, however you pronounce it, is actually uh, more used uh, to describe the fiend. At least when I was doing the search on it, I was looking for fiends, what they come from. It led me to this, which that one before was talking about the short. So they're kind of interchangeable here Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, uh, Same thing. It said that BSC can penetrate souls of individuals and control their physical actions, which eventually leads victims into insanity. So I'm thinking the, the third eye hypnotizing someone. Cause when you hypnotize someone, you can kind of make them do things. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, totally. Oh, Toasty's face is exploding. Um, no, that totally makes sense. I, I think that there's a direct connection here between the hypno- hypnotizing and the controlling someone causing fear and terror, um, all of that. And and the fact that both the Chort and the Fiend uh, physically look very similar in in The Witcher. Like they, they are clearly derived from the same type of evil creature. Like yeah. they're they're of the same family. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they're waiting in ambush around remote crossroads, which of course it's hard to remember every detail, but I feel like, like probably the first time you come across during like the main part of like the villain storyline, I feel like you get attacked by one at a crossroads. Oh, that's maybe a, that's not a good exactly. Question. 
yeah. it's hard to tell, but like kind of whenever you're, cause I think it's, um, with whenever they're, we're like going after the, the hags and Kripbeck bog. Uh-huh. And there's that part, it's not at there, but there's a different part earlier on in that storyline or quest line where you get attacked on the road somewhere while you're with like a, the Baron, I think. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm not sure a... if it's specifically a crossroads, but if it is, that's a really cool like detail that they added. Um, uh, so waiting ambush around road crossroads and the travelers who see animals making unusual sounds, for example, cats crowing or roosters barking, <laughs> um, <laughs> which to be fair, I think if you're walking down the road and a rooster starts barking at you, I think you should run regardless of what situation is going to happen there. I just, it doesn't seem like things are going to go well there. (laughs) That's probably a good note. Or if it's your rooster, maybe take it to the vet. Maybe. Um, (laughs) BSA live in primeval forests, which I feel like swamps. Uh, and deep waters, usually far from human settlements, they are believed to be guarding treasures hidden in the ground. The brave warriors who venture into their territory are warned with shrill shrieks and malicious giggles. Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe that yeah. has something to do with the whole like changing your perception of reality thing. Plus, I think people just also kind of have that same idea of like when things like evil things like laugh at you mm-hmm. when they, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like people, a lot of people kind of have that same conception. Um, and so, and I feel like a lot of these things here kind of, I mean, we, we see them in forests for sure. We see them in a swamp. Um, and yes, they're usually guarding treasures. Usually the big monsters and go and fight them. You get some kind of good chest with good witcher loot in it. So, yeah. Yeah, and here I'm gonna pull up the image from this uh, this website so everyone can see it too. Um, it's it kind is of, kind of big, very but similar looking. Yeah, check this out. It's very similar. A creature with big antlers, claws. Uh, this one doesn't have a third eye in the middle of its head, but the it looks like it kind of has like porcupine quills on the back. Right, like the same kind of hairy looking mane. Even um, this one even has a tail. Uh, it's it's got the <clears throat> kind of the, the same even same kind of. Uh, it's body got like hooves in the back and claws in the front from the looks of it yeah. too. Although their yeah. hands are definitely a lot more uh, anthropomorphized there. Like those, those are opposable thumbs for sure, but it's still yes. got the same like hands in the front or something and hooves in the back kind of hunched so. over like uh, arms with like, um, like back legs that are kind of uh, more bestial. Um, yeah. I- interesting that I have to wonder if that, if this drawing was even influential in the design of the creature in the game, because it it is so similar. I definitely, I definitely, (laughs) um, two girls, one ship says, uh, reminds me of a Gruffalo. Uh, I definitely saw that whenever I was like looking through some of the pictures, I was like, Hey, (laughs) um, so I think toasty took a Gruffalo right before we had to start the recording. Yep, I do every time. It's the only way I can get through this podcast with you, Tom. Cool. Uh, any other <laughs> folklore, mythology stuff? He kept his <laughs> headphones on. If you were here for the pre-show chat, it was 
it was super awkward. That, I think I think that's good. I think uh, I think I want to get into the news, Tom. I think I want to get into yeah. the big news. All right. So big news. Big news. Uh, what's the big news? I'm going to find the image. Um, yeah, I, sh- I probably should have linked that. Yeah, it's cool. I shared it. I'm going to pull it up. Um, you want to tell them the big news? The big news. Big news. So uh, uh, a tweet went out today announcing that the uh, the new installment of the Witcher video game series is in production. <clears throat> Ta-da! It's official. They're working on it. <clears throat> it is official, and it's awesome. The, the Witcher, a new saga begins. And the image that they shared is, looks like snow on the ground with a Witcher-like symbol, a kind a of medallion, for sure. medallion in the snow with glowy eyes. But the thing about this symbol, if you look at it very closely, is it's not a wolf. It's not a wolf. It's not any medallion that we've ever seen before. No. I would state, I think this is a new... Uh, a new school that is going to be introduced. Mm-hmm. Now, if you uh, were to say that this looked like anything in particular, what kind of animal? A lynx, think? 100%. I thought that the moment I saw it, I was like, that's a lynx. <clears throat> a lynx? You think it's a lynx? So we have people in chat chiming in. Uh, Margaret in chat says it looks like a fox. So let's describe it for our listeners. It has it has ears that come to a point that, that stick up, like up above well, its see, head the thing the the key thing here specifically is if you look closely look at the right ear i guess it would technically be the left if you're but on our right uh-huh um look at the point of the ear how it's a solid color here it's like shaded at the tip it's shaded yeah uh because i don't think that's the point of the ear i think that's the fur that comes off right because lynx have pointed ears but then they have little tufts of fur yeah just straight up so that that tuft of fur looks like a slightly different color than the 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 thicker part Mm -hmm. of the ear right yeah and then it's got whiskers i definitely think it's a some form of cat I and it's think. it's got like the like the top lip looks like it, it comes down the way like a cat's front lip does yeah um, and it also has like this is like kind of like the dangly part like there's some like cat creatures that have like the so way the fur, fur comes on the down. side they have like fur jowls which is like yes. a weird thing to say but <clears throat> um which i mean i don't know if you can you find a picture of a, of a lynx real quick yeah because, yeah like I'll i looked at several lynxes in this I think it was like the moment you see it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm looking up Lynx faces here. Um, here, I'll, I'll come up with something. Um, but yeah, I think I think a Lynx is probably a really good, a really good pull on this um, here. I'll, I'll find one. But yeah, we don't know. We, we know there's the cat school, but we don't know of a Lynx school. So about that. Oh, we do know about Lynx school. So I was looking around. Because I was like, you know, the thing that I thought of was like, is there any Witcher monsters that have the appearance of a lynx? So I was kind of like Googling, you know, Witcher, lynx. So I found this. This is on the Witcher fanon wiki. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all fan written content. Okay. So it's not it's not canon. It's fanon to be specific. But I have the school of the lynx. Um, There's our lynx picture, by the way. Yeah. So uh, let me actually. Uh, That's just one of them. I, I mean, there's. A, I can. I can pull a few up. But 
Actually, this one might be even. If you look at, I just linked the page for you, Tom, because I want you to take a look at it. Um, I put, I put it on a little outline. Um, there is, so this is a, this is a fan-made school. This is the, and, and from what I read about it is that it is the official, like it's a combination of the, what was left of the school of the wolf and the school of the cat and they merged together. Oh, so this was, and this was founded by Lambert, Kira Metz and oh. Dragonfly. Which what? Dragonfly is the the elven female witch here. We talked about her. She was a member of the cat school. And then of course also Joel and Gaetan, which were also cat schools. So this is and so this is uh basically when Lambert, Eskel, and Geralt separated after the uh spoiler for the Witcher 3 game, the death of Vesemir. Um like they all went kind of on their their you know, own path and Lambert went with Kira Metz because, you know, if you do the right path in the Kira part, they can get together. And then, you know, they met up with Dragonfly and they formed the school together. Uh-huh. And this is the uh, fan art for the Lynx uh, medallion. Which looks I pretty similar. Looks pretty similar, right, Tom? It's pretty similar. Okay, so that's that. And then I'm going to go back to the back to the other image. So that's the other image. It's, I mean, it could be inspirational for the other. I mean, there's so I'm wondering whew. if they're like CDPR is making use of some this fan made because this is a pretty detailed, cool thing. And this would be like this is after all the events of The Witcher 3. So this is like a brand new, yeah, a new saga, right? If I might steal the words directly from the ad that they posted, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like. This is a new generation of stuff and, to happen. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this means specifically that this will be like a create your own Witcher game. Right. Where well, you can play whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. So a few things here. Lady Witchers, which everyone's been asking for. And the, one of the, the leaders, the leaders of the school are Dragonfly yeah. and Lambert. Dragonfly specifically a female witcher right in established canon yeah uh, a lynx is i mean i mean if you, if you were trying trying to come up with an animal that's the closest thing like halfway between a wolf and a cat i think it 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 fits i mean it kind of is like a little bit of a halfway it's more cat it's a wolfish cat yeah so I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert on lynxes, but maybe they have pretty similar, like maybe they have similarities that you find yeah. in between. Yeah. But like, I mean, I think this makes a lot of sense. I also know that there are a lot of female Witcher fans and in <clears throat> fact, some of my closest friends, um, uh, a couple that were like are two of my closest friends. Um, I've been friends with, uh, him. There's a, you know, he, he and she, and they're married and I've been friends with him since I was in high school and he like the Witcher 3 is like his favorite game but his wife um hadn't played it yet and he was trying to get her to play it and she was like oh bummer I have to be this dude in this game I want to play as as a woman because I like to play RPGs but I always want to play as a character that's more like me and then 
he talked her into it and he was like he was like dude keep playing it it's, it's one of the best games i've ever played at some points you do get to play as a female because you get to play as siri so like there is, is variety in it it's a great game you're still going to love it uh, but he really had to talk her into it because she couldn't get to design a character or at least be a female character and she was kind of bummed out about that um but and i totally get that I, like there's there's a lot to say about an rpg where you get to be a character or design a character that you can kind of put yourself into because so many games people want to put themselves into the game i mean that's one of the first things i do a lot of times is i'll try to design a character that looks like me you know and this this is i think i think this would also be if they do this like if they actually go with some of the stuff that actually lines up with this school of the links like if they're pulling it and it's a combination of the wolf and the cat the cat school is the one with the female witchers because they had like they have perfected the mutagen process and they were able to basically expose anyone to it and they would come through uh with a much higher chance of success because they were they had figured it out um and so if they pull it it's part of the the, whoever dragonfly can Mm -hmm. take the mutagens with her and start using that and so it would make even since in lore for a reasoning behind having female witchers start becoming like popping up. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before. So go back and listen to our episode about the, the school of the cat. Cause we talk about that. Also, there is an image here in the wiki of, uh, somebody had done a sketch of dragonfly. <laughs> I don't know if this comes from one of the, um, the, uh, like, uh, Artelsorian books or something. I don't know the source of it, but, um, I thought I'd pull this in here. Cause I'm sure a lot of people are like, okay, who's this dragonfly character? We should probably do an episode on her because awesome. Uh, but this is dragonfly. So here she is. Um, so pretty cool, badass female witcher. Mm-hmm. Awesome elf, elf too. She's elven too. Yeah. yeah, that was that was like crazy. She's elven and female, so it's like yeah, kind of like a first of a bunch of things. Um, and this is so. This is just a little thing. Um, obviously, none of this is like actually like canon information. At least, no confirmation on it yet. Though I think the chances of some of this being maybe because you know it's a little it seems it doesn't seem like coincidence that i'm able to look up a uh, links in the witcher and come up with this whole thing and there's a witcher medallion on the, the poster yeah for the game that looks exactly like a links but there is several witcheresses in this school that they state uh, which i just i'm gonna list them off just because i think it's fun we got dragonfly mm-hmm. obviously Hilda Rona, which hits different in 2022, um, Tempest, Isabel of Toussaint, and Moza of Verdon. Uh, hmm. And then they have some the, some mages on their 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 docket here, which I think is cool. Yeah. And uh, there's also an interesting name here for the Witchers, the males. That I was like, hmm. We got Chiraiden of New Centra new centra interesting That's interesting yeah but so i don't and we'll see and frank but we talked about frank <laughs> yeah. frank was in the, we we mentioned frank <laughs> frank there's also it also says schrodinger which we've talked right. about schrodinger schrodinger because that was funny too yeah so yeah yep. yeah so there's 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 some names in here that we've seen before um but I'm like, man. So, I mean, this obviously cool. this is all like this post is all 
fan based. Our comments on this are all speculation. Mm-hmm. But so don't don't take anything we say to the bank. But also coincidence. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think I think that there's probably there's a high probability in my mind that one we're going to get the ability to create a Witcher in the next Witcher game, which I think is what. I think that's what probably everyone wants. Like, I think that's what mm-hmm. the I think that will bring a larger amount of players to the player base. Right. right. Compared to like the amount that there already is, which is like an insane number. Sure. But like they sure. could bring even more because for that specific reason, like you said, like some people want to play as themselves and only being Geralt really does put a limit on being yourself in the game right and they've <laughs> learned a ton from doing cyberpunk mm-hmm. as, as a studio and a game developer so and people complained that there wasn't enough like mm-hmm. diversity in it right and there was already like it was a ton of options but it still wasn't enough for us right so, so. they're they they are very very much learning what it's like to be an rpg game <laughs> studio in the in the lineage and in, in in the in the spirit of a game developer like uh, Bethesda because that's that's the trajectory they're going on. They started as a, as an RPG studio in the lineage of something like Bioware, where they were taking a main character um, in in something like uh, Knights of the Old Republic or Mass Effect, where you had a character who had a story, and you were kind of choosing your your options through that story. And they've been working their way towards games that are much more open in the way the story plays out and the world kind of engages with you. And you can see that in the way the fan base has engaged with cyberpunk and that they want a world where you can just live in and the way that the world has been updated in cyberpunk, like with the new patches and the things the community wants, like in the new patch for, for those of you who haven't stayed up to date with the stuff that's been changed in cyberpunk, you have the ability now to buy different apartments and um, the quest lines are much more um, laid out in, in a different kind of way where you just kind of can just live in the world a little bit more and uh, you can change the way your character looks even after the initial opening of the game like a, a lot of the things that the community wants are these options that allow them to just be in that world and just do stuff in that world and I think that's where we're going to see the Witcher go is that people just want to be in the world of the Witcher. Mm-hmm. So I think what we're going to see is a game that's a lot more open to, you know, going and hunting monsters. There's going to be a storyline, but it's going to again, it's going to be a lot more open than maybe something like the Witcher three, where in the Witcher three, you're going to have to get through the the storyline again. Right. Like if you go play through the game again, you're still going to have to do the Baron quests. You're still going to have to do like all the same quest lines, like the the layout of going to the freaking Baron's place. You're still going to have to run all the way through the, the through that village, all the way to the back of the place every, every single freaking time. You know what I'm saying? Like that is not convenience layout for you to be able to have to go through that freaking mission every single time you have to go turn in a mission thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're learning these things as they go. And they they even said there, which the other news that we know is that this is going to be on unreal engine five. Um, mm-hmm. and that they are doing this for the specific purpose of making it a better running open world game. Yes. Yeah. So have you guys seen unreal five? Do you know much about unreal five? 
Um, I didn't until that I was like, yeah. what games are on it? It was like, apparently not many as of right so, now. Unreal 5 was revealed um, in 2020, in May of 2020. So about two years ago, Unreal Engine 5 was was revealed. Unreal Engine 4 was one. Of, there's, there's a few game engines that a lot of game developers will uh, buy the rights to develop their games on. And some game developers or or publishers will actually develop their own game engines. So uh, CD Projekt Red has been using their own Red engine or whatever it's called. Um, but it costs a lot to develop your own game game engine. So a lot of game developers will basically pay to have the rights to use a game engine like on the Unreal Engine. So something like Fortnite is done by. Um, Epic Games, who also develop the Unreal Engine, so they have direct access to it, right? Um, but a lot of developers use the Unreal Engine, or they'll use the Unity Engine, or something like that. But the Unreal Engine has a lot of money behind it because it's Epic Games, it's Fortnite, it's a bunch of these other games that have done really well. So in the last few years that Unreal Engine 4 has moved to Unreal Engine 5, they've made some really crazy updates with the kinds of things the engine can do. So we're talking like lighting updates and texture updates and, and the streaming of information from your hard drive to the to the graphics card, all of this stuff. So if you guys remember when the, the new Matrix movie came out over the holidays, there was a game demo that came out that you could download on your new consoles. And the quality of the graphics in that were running in real time on new current gen consoles, but the graphics look freaking amazing. That's the kind of stuff that Unreal Engine 5 can do on current, like current generation consoles now. So yeah. imagine that this game is now in development, which means maybe we'll see it in three years, four years when it comes out, because it takes that long to develop a game. And that stuff could, we might start seeing updates to consoles or the next gen of consoles coming out. And we'll also be seeing like people really, really eking out all the, all the best, you know, updates to those consoles and, and that kind of stuff and PC hardware, the, the quality yeah. of the graphics and the quality of the physics and, and all the stuff that this game is going to be able to do. It's going to be phenomenal. Like the way yeah. the monsters look and oh my God. I mean, is this seeing like a bunch of like, uh, cause I looked it up cause I hadn't really seen anything about it. And I saw it was like a whole bunch of games that are like, haven't been released that are going to be on unreal engine five. Um, like the Redfall game we saw, during like the Xbox or Bethesda showcase or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of other ones that like don't even have release dates yeah. or anything yeah. to be announced, just like a couple pictures. And then there's even like says the games that are rumored to be using it, but they haven't been confirmed yet. Mass Effect 4, yep. the new Bioshock, Outer Worlds 2, and State of Decay 3, yep. all rumored to be using it, which I have to imagine, I mean, for like Mass Effect Four, I mean that that game's gonna probably look incredible, right? So like, yeah, yeah, these these games are gonna be, whew. yeah, this is gonna be like the next level of game quality stuff. Like the stuff that's coming out on on Unreal Engine Five is gonna be things that you're gonna, gonna look be at like twice. The realistic stuff, right? Like some of these games you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, that's right. like almost a movie like looking at yes like, the absolutely people. yeah there will be moments where you walk by and somebody will be playing something and for a moment you'll be like wait is that a is that pre-rendered or is that the game you like you just won't be sure right away and then you'll look at it for a second and be like okay i think that's the game yeah <laughs> <But> so <laughs> you won't be sure right away it'll take you a moment 
So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, but that's the big news. And man, I would love to I'd love to talk with our patrons about this next week. So if you guys want to chat with us about your thoughts, about your hopes for the next game, about what you think maybe the Lynx school is, if you think it is the Lynx school, how you think they're going to continue the storyline, where you think this is going to go after the events of The Witcher 3, like what else is there to say? Where's the story going to go? I'm sure there's going to be political intrigue. I'm sure there's going to be stuff going on with the witchers. You know, what monsters, maybe monsters show up. What's going on with like Geralt and Siri? Are we going to see anything happening with them? You know, which which is the canon ending? Yeah. Is is it the good ending? What's the canon ending? What are we going to see from like all the different choices that we made? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, who knows if it's like, it's probably, probably not, but it'd be a cool thing if like, maybe you could like port your Witcher three. Oh my God. Like the choices you made in Witcher three. Oh my God. Determine how just like the events that happen in Witcher. <laughs> how angry Kira Metz is, is with Carol. <laughs> if Kira Metz is dead. <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen. I don't yeah, think no, this is no, going to happen. No, no, But Oh I man, this would be cool. But yeah, so <laughs> if it's not the good ending, then what the hell, man? Yeah, totally. I don't think it's gonna be a good ending. I got the good ending. I don't. I don't no, no, no. Oh, you I'm don't think say, the canon ending is I don't the good ending? Think the canon ending is it's the Witcher, dude. Like, if yeah. anything, yeah. it's probably the melancholy ending. Oh man. Oh, dude, I think that'd it's be rough. The melancholy ending, unless like they really fuck with us and it's the bad ending. <laughs> like, it could be. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but oh who knows? my god! Or what if like what if Siri be... ends up in charge of the empire? That's not the bad ending, though. But what if she does? I feel like that's probably the route that it would go. But I, I know. But what if what if sense. she what if she like that's weird? That's super weird. That's oh, dude. <laughs> that's so weird. Okay, let's uh, settle the interest debate. <laughs> um, Oh man, so much we, we could we can just start the episode right now. Actually, we we don't have time. We have to do the Mass Effect Lorecast coming up next. But man, this mm-hmm. has been awesome. Um, super excited about the news. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode, and we'll be back next week with our patrons. Um, Toasty, you got anything else you want to share before we head out? Uh, and just follow us at the Witcher Lorecast on Twitter, and uh, I guess stay stay tuned for future episodes as we find out more information for this stuff because. I mean, we're just going to get more news of the future and we can guarantee that we're going to talk about it. Absolutely. Like I was so excited to talk about, I had trouble putting the stuff for fiends and shorts on the paper because I was just like, I just want to talk about the stuff I found. Yeah. You know, when my, you know, when I get my cork board out, you know, that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll be uh, tying some more string to the cork board and, um, Let's see. I've got I've got all my stuff. The Lord of the Rings Lorecast had a new episode dropped today. Four episodes in. Um, everyone's been super positive and uh, awesome about it. So thank you for tuning into that show. And I've been streaming more during the days again, playing some games, um, dude. So Fortnite. I played some Fortnite. Toasty, you were there. Mm-hmm. They got rid of some some of the building, which means that now it's a game where you just have to worry about shooting other people. And get this. You want to you want to know how good I am at Fortnite now? I don't care. I think some people care, right? Do you guys care? You want to hear? So I haven't played Fortnite except for like two rounds, like years ago when it came out. I got, I jumped back in, get this, 
eight consecutive wins. I'm the, I'm the best Fortnite player ever. Best ever. I'm better than Ninja. Better than Ninja. Eight consecutive first place wins. I don't know what's wrong with people. They can't play the game if they can't build. I don't know what's going on. But yeah. And my 11 well, years. That was where, the, me that was where the, the, the skill was put. Nobody like actually. I mean, nobody actually shoots anybody. <laughs> no, but, well, nobody actually like dedicated skill to like. Because I feel like it's not that difficult to like aim in that game, to be honest. Like, right. Well, then why can't they shoot when there's no building? I don't, I don't know. Because they're used to doing the building. Like they're used to like building right then and there. They don't <laughs> think to shoot first. <laughs> no, it's, That's like, the thing. My, my son and I, my son's 11. He's teaching me how to like what the, I'm like, okay, I picked up a fish. What's the fish do? <laughs> like, what is this crazy thing? How does this thing work? And so we were just knocking out the quest and stuff. And it was like, I was like, Oh, now we got to run over here and I'm like oh there's three more guys that showed up and we were just like dropping people as we're just trying to knock out quests it was hilarious we had so much fun um, so yeah Fortnite's great now that there's no building because the building's the worst part and now we've just lost half of our listeners thanks for tuning in everybody it's uh, fine this is the end of the episode <laughs> this is the end they of the can, episode get out here everyone's already <laughs> tuned out anyway thanks for listening everybody we'll be back next week and um, if you'd like to come hang out with me while I stream during the days or in the evenings uh, Robots Radio on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook even if you like hanging out on Facebook and uh, Mass Effect Lorecast is coming up next so stay tuned I'll be back in about hmm, 30 minutes or so actually I'll probably uh, put up a little uh, a little music and uh go away for a little bit and be back when the next show's ready. So thanks for being here. I'll see you guys next time. And until then, stay safe on the path. All right. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.